You're listening to episode 112 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hey there, and welcome to episode 112 of the podcast. So happy to have you along uh, with me today for this episode. As you know, in case you haven't figured it out yet, and I'm sure you have, I love flash briefings. There's a little little news flash there. I do love flash briefings. And um, today's all about flash briefings again. But here's a really cool angle. Get ready for some all Canadian content. One of the best flash briefings out there. And unfortunately, I just don't think it has enough exposure, but we're going to change that today. Before we get to that, I want to tell you again about flashbriefingformula.com. It is the complete comprehensive course to create your own flash briefing, and it is entirely free. So if you want to check that out, simply go to flashbriefingformula.com and you can have a look and start on your own flash briefing. Okay. Today, as I said, I want to really highlight this Canadian content. And this is a flash briefing, an incredible flash briefing done by HuffPost Canada. And this flash briefing is called HuffPost Canada Splash. And it is hosted by Amanda D'Souza. They are creating incredible quality content on this. It is produced, it is timely, it is topical, it is all Canadian. And it is an absolute pleasure to introduce you to Amanda and have her come on and talk about their process and why they got into uh, this flash briefing. And of course, it goes without saying, if you haven't enabled their flash briefing, go and do it because uh, it's really one of the best ones out there that I've heard with content specifically geared towards Canadians. All right, so check it out. And uh, in the meantime, let's get into the interview. Here is Amanda D'Souza. All right. Well, it is an absolute pleasure to have Amanda D'Souza on the podcast. Amanda, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me and the listeners today. Thanks so much, Terry. Excited to be here. Wonderful. Let's, uh, well, okay. First of all, I have to set this up because you have an incredible flash briefing and I'm really excited to learn all about it when you started doing it and the whole process behind it. But before we get to any of that, I'd love for you to take a few moments and introduce yourself to the audience. Sure. I just want to also start by saying congrats to you, Terry, for everything you've accomplished in this space and becoming an Alexa champion. I think that's really cool. So congrats on that. Thank you very much. So a bit about me. Um, I am a senior producer at HuffPost Canada. I also work under the Verizon Media Studios group because HuffPost is owned by uh, Verizon Media. So I produce uh, video and audio for brands like HuffPost as well as uh, brands under the Yahoo uh, banner and uh, brands under the Riot banner, which does a lot of branded content and uh, and stuff like that. Great. And so, how long have you been in this in the, or doing that job and in the space? So I've been with um, HuffPost, which is now Verizon Media, for about four years. But uh, I've been doing video and audio for oh my gosh, maybe almost a decade. Like I just love okay. video and audio story uh, storytelling and. When the opportunity came up to host uh, the flash briefing for HuffPost, I just thought it was such an exciting opportunity. It's a new and innovative space, and I think a space that really news should be looking at because the formats in which people are getting their news are always, always changing. We know it's becoming uh, more convenient 
uh, to get your news from your phone. And now it's going to be even more convenient to get it, I think, from smart speaker devices. So I was really excited to jump into hosting this. Absolutely. So I'm curious about sort of the the beginning of this. So you said you had the opportunity to get involved with the flash briefing. How did that come up or whose idea was it to, first of all, create a flash briefing for, for HuffPost? Yeah, so I, I wasn't the original host. Another colleague of mine um, jumped into this, but it started about a year and a half ago. You know, I think everyone here saw, like just as you did, that these smart speaker devices were starting to go mainstream. They uh, were getting more affordable and just everybody was going to use them. They weren't exclusive tech anymore. So HuffPost thought, hey, it'd be a great idea to develop a flash briefing. There were other uh competitors in this space already. And we thought if we're not there, we're not at the table and we're not getting in people's ear. Mm -hmm. So um, we'd already had success with podcasts uh, in the audio space. We have a great podcast called Born and Raised uh, about the story of second generation Canadians. We have a great political podcast hosted by our Ottawa bureau chief, Althea Raj, um, called Follow Up. So this was already a space that we were in and we thought this was kind of another way to show innovation. Um, but also kind of build out what news could look like for HuffPost on this emerging platform. So the idea of the splash came up, and I think it's great because it's in our kind of HuffPost tone and voice. It's not what you'll hear on the other news podcasts. You know, we're not a breaking news flash briefing that's going to be updated hourly or be bringing you uh, the news as it happens. We're going to bring you a differentiated tone, and you're going to hear on our briefing um, news and lifestyle stories and future stories that you wouldn't hear on any other briefings, especially from competitors. Fantastic. And, and I've, I've, I've listened to it a number of times, obviously, and um, it's really well done. It's really well produced. So can you talk a little bit about the types of things that you cover on the flash briefing and maybe a little bit about the production process as well? Yeah, sure. So um, definitely not doing it alone. Um, I have a team small team, but three of us that uh, get the briefing out every day. But I think that's what's great. You know, a lot of briefings, especially news briefings, are just repurposed radio that's already being done, or sometimes it's bots, but really, we really want to make that personal connection. So, you know, my idea whenever I'm writing is, what would I say to a friend about what's uh, been in the news going on that day? And I try to write it in that way and say it in that way, too. Uh, So, Pretty much how it works is, you know, I'm always keeping an eye on what's in the news, what's trending, and what kind of great stories we're covering on our site. Mm -hmm. And I'm surveying it and seeing what's something differentiated, what's news you can use, what's going on in Canada. Um, Obviously, since we're HuffPost Canada, we're focusing on great Canadian stories and things we know our audience will be interested in. Mm -hmm. And then um, I talk with the managing editor of news, Andrew Yates. Um, We go kind of back and forth about, okay, what are the stories we want to highlight today? We usually choose two, sometimes three, depending on how it goes. We usually choose two, and then I write a script for that, keeping in mind, does this uh, story have great sound, rich sound? Where can I find that? What kind of clips can I use or sound effects can I use to really bring up the production, even in just two minutes? How can I be engaging and have people want to make this uh, a part of their routine? Um, so I usually write out a script, and then that gets vetted. And then my great uh, co-producer, Aldonado, uh, joins me here in the studio where I'm talking to you from right now. Um, And we record every day in the afternoon. That gets packaged and uh, we get it out every night. We do um, six days a week. So uh, we go Sunday to Friday. And um, 
every morning we hope to have people wake up and listen to it. It's amazing. Um, as I said, I've listened to it and the tone is so, um, it is very engaging and I know that's what you're going for, but you, every time I listen to it, it really draws me in. So I think you're doing a, a really fantastic job with that. Oh, thank you. Um, and then I, and I love the way that you bring in the different clips from people. So it's, and that's probably one of the reasons it's so engaging. It's not, it is not only your voice, although your voice is great on the, on the flash briefing, but it's got other clips as well. And uh, I think that's fantastic. What, what sort of response have you got from the community or have you had a chance to get much feedback in terms of what people like about the flash briefing or best aspects, that sort of thing? I don't think we've got to really engage directly with people. I think, you know, as you know, the um, it's still a new technology, right? So it's still kind of an emerging audience that we're, we're keeping an eye on. Um, you know, we try to uh, think about, okay, probably for the holidays, we hope a lot of people got smart speakers <laughs> as yep. a gift. Yep. So we tried to kind of uh, release a little promo, which you can uh, see on our website that tells people that, hey, we're out there, come listen to us. Um, and I think it's really trying to get into people's routine. You know, my tagline on the briefing is, thanks for making the HuffPost splash a part of your day. And mm -hmm. that's just as much of a thank you for listening as it is a call to action to, sure. hey, reminder to wake up and listen in the morning or whatever it is you're doing in your day with us. Because I think that's one of the things that we, that I think especially is so interesting about this technology is that you know, you're making your coffee in the morning, you want to know the news, you can't be glued to a screen. We want to take people away from those more traditional, which I think are becoming antiquated ways of uh, engaging with the news. Um, and you don't even need to be on your screen anymore. You can just be listening and get to work and already know what the water cooler topics are, or you could know a bit about what's going on in the housing market with the economy. Uh, these days with Meghan and Harry with the coronavirus or whatever it is that you need to know about. Um, we kind of try to get you covered or something different. Maybe that's not in the news cycle, but something that we as HuffPost think is important to cover. Um, that's something different that we bring to the table too. Yeah. And you, I agree with hundred percent. You, you basically took the next question out of my, out of my mouth. There was like, why is it valuable? But I think I agree with you. It's, it's this new technology where people can develop this intimate relationship on a regular daily basis is something that um, you don't see in too many other mediums right now. Um, what does the rest of your team think about the flash briefing? Are they all on board with this? Did you, was there some skepticism when you first started it? I've made all of them buy uh, smart speakers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so they're on board whether they like it or not. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're getting on board just like everybody else I know. Um, no, you know what? It's funny. Whenever I need little voice clips, um, I I get them to come in and, and join me too. So I think they're really on board. I think they're uh, they see it as you know something innovative that uh not only that we're doing but something innovative that the company is behind right and i think mm -hmm. i'm really lucky especially um at half post you know our editor-in-chief andrew lau is totally supportive of this and yeah it takes a little bit of time to mm -hmm. every day write a full script with produced clips and um have somebody edit it and, and get it up it's it is it's not a small undertaking even though you're working within two to four minutes, mm -hmm. um, but to produce high quality two to four minutes takes uh, takes a bit of time. So having the support of them and um, my studio's uh, manager too uh, really helps to get the product out there and allows us to play around uh, with format uh, and things like that. Sure, sure. Is there a particular reason that you decided to do six days a week or is that just 
just kind of the way it turned out or yeah i i think that we um uh from what i understand the the listeners um sunday to friday just seems because we're kind of going uh releasing in the evenings and um you know from what we understand people are listening more in the mornings Mm -hmm. um so therefore when we go friday evening we kind of get uh the saturday morning um saturday and sunday morning so it's almost like we have a weekend episode um and our weekend episodes are are different usually um monday to friday i uh it's more or less me giving you the two stories mixed in with clips but on Mm -hmm. sundays we always do a q a with one of our reporters um to get a deeper dive behind the scenes into one of their features Mm -hmm. um so that's a bit sometimes a little bit of a longer longer episode but it kind of brings in um brings in another voice into that and i think you know overall everybody sees it as just a great way to promote all the great work that's being done on the site too so you know we ask people we have a call to action within it hey if you want more information i know i just gave you kind of the gist of this story check it out on our HuffPost Canada app, check it out on HuffPost.ca and hopefully piquing people's interest into a topic they want to go learn more about um, because there's so much out there, either um, written stories or, or video stories. And um, yeah, we've we've got a chance to play uh, around um, with format a lot, which I think has been interesting, especially in the last year. That's something when I started as host last uh, last July, so not even a year, but it's felt, <laughs> felt like a, lo- a long time. Um, in a good way. I really wanted to play around with format. So um, something we did that we uh, thought went well was during the election, because election was a big um, pillar of coverage for us mm-hmm. here. We had our follow-up election update. So we used kind of the branding from the politics podcast I mentioned to you. And every day we spoke to one of our reporters, um, politics reporters, who was covering the election and got to find out from the ground what was going on with them. Hmm. So every day we kind of did, here's something you should know the news and here's an update from the campaign trail, um, which was, I think, really great. And was just like another way to bring another voice in and bring you, again, an election update um, in our tone of voice and in kind of the HuffPost way of covering the election. That's great. That's great. And I think if I'm not mistaken, you had also mentioned to me that you had tried to do some type of engaging um like quiz with your listeners or something like that? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so we didn't, uh, we hadn't done it as a skill. We operate on both Alexa and uh, Google Home. So Mm -hmm. we, when we are um, doing our briefings, we have to think about how people are engaging on both the devices. Sure. Um, We're looking to go into a more interactive, actually call and response news quiz uh, for this year. So that'll be coming up and Great uh, talking to you, Terry, about that, because I know with Crack the Code, that went really well for you. So definitely inspired uh, by that and there are a couple other competitors who are doing news quizzes here as well. So I think Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting space. But yeah, what I did um, on uh, December 31st of last year was just did a little quick five question news quiz Mm -hmm. uh, of the year that was and more multiple choice. We put some sound effects in there, you know, the Jeopardy the Jeopardy song so people could play along. Um, I think that was just a fun way to interact. And, uh, you know, when you think of like, oh, it's something families can play together while making dinner or just something educational. Um, I think that's great. Uh, And something that we're going to be looking to do this year for sure. That's great. Yeah, I love that. I think, you know, just getting back from Project Voice, I was speaking with some people about the future of 
marketing in this space. And one of the topics that came up was um, not so much having an ad, although, and I do want to talk to you about that too, because I know you guys have done a little bit of sponsored um, flash briefings as well, but also creating a, um, an experience for the listener where the, the sponsor is actually part of the experience, whether that's being part of the quiz or part of the game or something like that. So that, that, I think that's very exciting. I think that's sort of a new, new way of looking at it. But getting back to the other thing I just mentioned, so you did have some success with um, having a sponsor for your flash briefing. Um, can you talk a little bit about that as well and how that worked? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was it was really exciting. We had uh, Volkswagen as a sponsor come on uh, for a campaign in kind of the last um, half of the year last year. And we thought it was really exciting that, you know, a company like Volkswagen would see the value in advertising on this kind of new and emerging platform, right? Mm -hmm. Because really, uh, I think it's a really innovative way and it's forward thinking of them to want to do that. So we were really excited and uh, they um, had a couple models they wanted to advertise. Uh, so, you know, they um, sent us a bunch of call to actions and we uh, integrated them into our briefing right off the top so that, mm -hmm. you know, if you were listening to the briefing, you couldn't miss it. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really uh, exciting to see that brands are kind of thinking ahead of where new spaces they can reach listeners and they thought it was um, a great way to get, you know, into the homes of people and kind of find a new way to um, interact and you're getting a valuable product at the end of it, which is our briefing, we hope so. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I'm curious, just from a personal level. Um, so with those sponsor um, ads, were those um, recorded pieces or were those written or were those said in your voice? Um, and how long were those? Yeah, exactly. So they, uh, which, which was great of them. Um, they understood the length of a briefing, you know, ha is very short. Mm -hmm. Um, so we appreciated that they kind of sent us maybe one or two sentences mm -hmm. and, um, they were fine that it was read in my voice as the host. So mm -hmm. that really helped make it sound integrated into the whole briefing. You know, you didn't yep. have a bot or you didn't have somebody else or like a pre-recorded sound uh, off the top. And then then to me, I think um, I appreciated them letting me read it because it just makes it sound more authentic, I think. Mm -hmm. No, I, and I totally agree with you. So that's really, really good. Um, are your old flash briefings cataloged anywhere on your site or can people go back and listen to the old ones or once they're done, are they done and gone? No, no, yeah, everything is on our site. Um, and for people who don't yet have smart speakers, I don't know who you are, you should get one. But uh, <laughs> if you don't have one, yes, everything is uploaded um, on our site every day. So the entire archive of, of every single one is there um, that you can find. Uh, it has, uh, it plays as a video, actually, and it has a picture of um, both the smart speakers there and kind of the HuffPost um, home screen. And uh one of the other things that you'll find if you want to go back uh, to have a listen was a different format I kind of did at the end of the year last year. I wanted to do um, top stories of the decade to take okay. a look back. Um, so for every day, the last 10 days of the year, uh, we released a look back at the year that was from 2010 onwards and had an interview with a Canadian newsmaker of that year. So you'll mm -hmm. see those pop up on the site as well. I talked to John Montgomery um, the Olympic gold oh, medalist cool. skeleton, yep. 
I talked to a family who, you know, lost their home and had to move in the Fort Mac fires. Mm. Talked to um, uh, one of our politics reporters about, you know, Trudeau 2015 versus today. Okay. And yeah. uh, a whole bunch of other great Canadian stories. So that's something cool to check out that uh, lives on our site too. That's wonderful. Uh, and I think that's a very wise thing I've been telling people, encouraging people to do that too, that when you create the flash premium, you, so much effort goes into it that um, I know some people aren't necessarily putting them on their sites, but I think that's wonderful because then people can go back and listen to it. And it also helps with search, search uh, optimization and so on. So that's great. Um, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that you can share in terms of any other future looking ideas with this technology or, or what your plans are? Is it simply just to kind of keep going and doing what you're doing now? How do you feel about? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I think that the idea of, um, adding a skill like a news quiz and thinking of other skills and the branded opportunities here are really exciting. And to already mm -hmm. say, you know, we have a brand that was interested in seeing this as an emerging platform, um, is really exciting as, uh, um, as a way to get other brands to maybe say, hey, you know, that's a platform I could advertise on too. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's just kind of bringing more valuable content um, that people need and them seeing our brand is like, hey, you know, HuffPost really does add uh, some meaning and I'm getting something from them that I don't see um, on other news sites, news outlets, or from other flash briefings and just trying to keep that differentiated approach and keep that tone. So we definitely want to play with formats and, and innovate um, as much as we can. And just as you know, with all your hundreds and hundreds of episodes, consistency, I think is really the key. So, mm -hmm. um, we try to make sure that everything is, is consistent and just keep raising that level of production because I think you still need to inform, entertain, inspire people. Even if you just have two minutes or if you have two hours, if you can gain people's attention in a market of media that is just so clustered right now mm -hmm. um that's that's always my goal to to make it meaningful and um just tell great stories yeah well that's really well said inspire entertain uh and and otherwise engage i think that's the key so um thank you so much for spending some time big congrats to you and to your team i i uh think that yours is one of the best produced ones that i've heard like hands down thank you so I think that means amazing. a lot thank you um and so yeah i just it's wonderful. I want to encourage all the listeners to go and check it out and enable the flash briefing. So um, tell us a little bit about where can the listeners go? What's the name of it? And how can they otherwise connect with you or learn more about what you're doing? Sure. So uh, we are called the HuffPost Canada Splash. And uh, you can find us on both your smart speakers, as I said, uh, Sunday to Friday. So please check us out. We have a great site, HuffPost.ca. So if you're not already making that a part of your news routine, please do. And you can find the HuffPost uh, news also on the HuffPost Canada app. Um, you, you'll be able to see all the other editions from all around the world there as well. We are on Instagram and on Twitter at HuffPost Canada. So check us out there too. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Amanda, for your time. Thank you so much, Terry. And thanks for everything you're doing in this space too to raise the game for everybody. Thanks. All right. We'll chat again soon. Take care. Take All right. Take care. There you go. Pretty cool stuff, huh? Uh, you need to check out this flash briefing. I've said it a number of times. I'm going to say it again. You need to check out this flash briefing. Huff Post Canada Splash. And uh, I think you'll be very, very impressed with what Amanda and her team has produced. The links to 
what Amanda talked about will be, of course, on the show notes page, which you can access at alexaincanada.ca slash 112. And again, a quick reminder that if you want to produce your own flash briefing, they're not that hard to do. Um, and I've got a course that tells you exactly how to do it. And you just go to flashbriefingformula.com. All right. Thank you again for uh, everything that you do, Northern Voice. Thank you for your support. And I will speak to you again very soon. Take care.